Wow. I wish Chromebook would sponsor us. Yeah, for real. Acer Chromebooks. This episode is brought to you by Acer Chromebooks, but not really. <laughs> it was, it's brought to you in the sense that I couldn't read my notes. Yeah, so. until you had your Acer Chromebook with yeah. you. And honestly, I didn't want to live before I got this. <laughs> but now so, I really want to live as long as I'm using it. Oh, my God. And I don't even have one. So what's my what's the point of me living unless I get one for free? Yeah. From Acer Chromebook. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Acer Chromebook. I think we got the plugs out this, of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the off five. It's a special edition because we have our guest star. Yeah. Named. Same as Wolverine. Logan. Yeah, which pretty much. Logan. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's Logan. Oh, no. And uh, this is episode uh, season two, episode 21 about conflict resolution. Yeah, which is really important to know about in the workplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a win, win, win approach with this episode. Yes. And before we start, I just want to ask Logan, what do you like about The Office and why do you keep watching it over and over? Oh, my God. I literally go to sleep with The Office on. So you just don't like it so much that you fall asleep to it? No, I love it so much. I've seen it so many times. It's really bad. <laughs> I quote it to my roommates, and now they're annoyed by how much they know the quotes. That's good. Yeah, yeah that is good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's good it. to annoy people with The Office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really my goal right there. Uh, yeah, it's too quotable. And the character arc honestly makes me so happy, because in the first season, like, Michael's so, ugh, so terrible. It's rough to watch. I had to, like, push through. And then, like, towards the end, it's so beautiful. So it makes me happy. So this episode came out on May 4th, 2006. Okay. You know, May the 4th. Be with you. Mm-hmm. Hey. So in this episode, Michael Scott resolves a conflict between Oscar Martinez and Angela Martin, and then discovers a file of other unresolved complaints between staff members. And he determines to resolve them. Okay. Is that the right use of determines? And he determines... He's determined he to resolve determined them. To. Determined. I don't know if it's about language to know if that was right, but Michael's attempts actually unearth old tensions and create new ones between the office employees. Meanwhile, an unkind comment from Dwight Schrute about being transferred causes Jim Halpert to seriously rethink his work situation. Oh, and not only that, I feel like it's not just the unkind comment, but there's a lot of tension building with Jim. Yep. Which we will get into. We sure will. Uh, great Scott production and trivia. Uh, oops, I forgot to research that. <laughs> well, anyway, this ri- episode was written and produced, and <laughs> by, someone. <laughs> by someone, by someone, by uh, someone, and it's got Scott Addist. I don't know his name. Oh, the guest star. Yeah, the guy from the guy, Thirty Rock. He's taking the pictures. Absolutely, he is. Yeah, I like him. I think he adds a little little flair to the episode. I what do they the, call, what is what does Michael call him uh, when he's paying him all the money at the end? Oh, price gouger! <laughs> the price gouger. Pay the price gouger. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I mean twenty bucks. Twenty a bucks a pop. Yeah, and he doesn't even care. <laughs> it's like a wedding photographer. Yeah, he should get someone else to take it on their phone. Well, back then it's two thousand six. Yeah. Oh, that was God. so long that's ago. Such a bad that photo. was literally twelve years ago. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, so this episode was written by Greg Daniels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is, of course, the executive producer and the showrunner for The Office. And it was the third of the series directed by Charles McDougall. Oh, really? I don't remember. He also did Christmas Party and Dwight's Speech. How interesting. Big Dwight um, parts in all those episodes. He loves Dwight's big parts. Dwight's big parts, yeah. Anything Huge else fan. for the production and trivia? Well, um, no. <laughs> Thank you. And I also have a reference at the end when Toby's putting away the box. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. You mean like, the um, box of the complaints that someone might receive later on when they order Dunder Mifflin paper? 
Yeah. That's like worse than a watermark of two animals. Doing unspeakable acts. <laughs> yeah. Upon each other. But Customer service. It's supposed to be like he's like putting away and it's never going to be found again. But it doesn't yeah. really... That's not really how the paperware house works. <laughs> no. Someone's going to get it and be really entertained. Yeah. Yeah, or really mad. Yeah. Their wedding invitations went out on that paper. Complaints about Jim all over him. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's go into the Finer Things Club, where we talk about the things we really liked about this episode. Well, I really like the mediator's tool chest. <laughs> I thought that was something that you would come across at work where... You have to sit down, do this workshop. They have all the tools that were sent by corporate. You have to learn about all the different ways to communicate, um, which I'm actually giving a presentation on in about, spoiler alert, two weeks. Win, win, win. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not about conflict resolution. It's about briefs, huddles, and debriefs. Not the underwear yeah, oh. like football, not like the briefs, like the underwear. Yeah, no, they put on their briefs, they huddle, <laughs> and then, and they, then they, they take them off. their briefs and off. naked all night. <laughs> no, it's more like conflict. Res- it's like standardizing communication, but it reminds me of this because it's really great in theory, but then you put it into practice, might not work. Hmm. I don't know. Like well, in this episode. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it got really awkward. Because they've also got a billboard. Three people holding hands, and it says communicate or something in yeah. the background. Yeah, that like it's like a packet that he got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, question: Do you think he just got that packet, and that's why he started this? Well, I mean, he also heard the argument ish thing. Yeah, I mean, he probably was supposed to do a presentation on it months ago, and then was like, "Oh yeah, that. Oh, there's an argument. Okay, I'll use this." He heard Oscar venting at Toby. And that's what reminded him about conflict resolution. Yeah, he probably forgot about it and was like, oh, I should probably do this. Yeah, yeah. Took the perfect opportunity. Mr. Brown probably came in and told them about <laughs> conflict Brown. resolution. I will not call you that. <laughs> <laughs> First test. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that the poster is back from Christmas. Yeah. Yes. So this is the poster that was gotten specifically for Angela. And then they Yankee swapped it around. And Angela ends up with it anyway. But it came from Toby, the person that Oscar's yelling at. Oh, no. I forgot about that. So Oscar's like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It makes me want to, well, like, in life. And then and then Toby's like, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oops. Yeah. But he bought it. But he probably didn't know that he, she was going to try to hang it up at work. <laughs> Past Christmas. That's yeah. true. Ugh. Ugh. What did you like about the episode, Logan? I really enjoyed like the ideas that Michael came up with, especially with the poster being made into a t-shirt yeah. for the ID photos. Yeah. So, of course, it'll like follow him around for as long as he has that ID photo. And it'll be like one inch in diameter. Yeah, right. It doesn't really solve the problem, but it's creative. Well, at first you're like, well, they're going to print it onto a t-shirt. Yeah. And then he just, they just taped it like, to him. It. They just put a paper clip on it. And that's yeah. it? That was it? It's just going to be the small one? I think that's as far as they went. Oh, so you mean it's just going to be like the ID photo? I guess, because otherwise, if it was going to be on his shirt, he wouldn't insist it be on there during the ID photo. I was going to say that I thought it was that he was going to a print shop and be like, okay, screen print this onto a shirt for me that I wear like once in a while. But okay, I get it. So it was on the ID photo. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's not what they make it sound like. But then why would he do it? On the ID photo, with the the poster literally paperclip to his chest. Maybe he didn't want to spend the money on the T-shirt. Yeah, and here's a flaw in that. Uh, there's a few flaws. In it. <laughs> yeah, one of the say, flaws. Wait, one of them me. is that <laughs> if you find it so disgusting that you think it's more offensive than hardcore pornography, you do not want to wear it. But exactly. also, you are going to see it every time you go to the bathroom. In the yeah, mirror. and you look yeah. in the mirror. It'll just be a mirror image, but it's like basically the same thing. <laughs> And if you're wearing something, you're obviously, like, behind that thing. Yeah. Well, not the Star Wars shirt that I'm wearing. Right, sure. But, I mean, and for example, Logan's shirt, I Love Dogs and Beer, mm. we know... I've seen that today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not not the shirt, which I just oh. saw now, but oh. his love of dog and beer. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, like, we know that that is what 
he represents. But if you're Oscar and you're wearing that shirt. That and destroys he, art. It destroys art. It's the opposite of art. It's yeah. kitsch. It's kitsch. <laughs> it's, uh, it destroys souls. It destroys <laughs> souls. <laughs> so dramatic. That's even worse. That's really. Uh... I, think, I think he's just going off in his own world. A bit. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's like projecting something else. Yeah, yeah. what could it be? Isn't he yeah. dating Angela? <laughs> I, no. I forgot. Are you dating? <laughs> no. 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 It's Gil. Gil. Oh my god. Gil. Yeah. I didn't have anything else for finer things, even though I really like this episode. Do you guys have anything else for finer things? I like that Pam stuck with win win win. Yeah, throughout. Yeah. She was like not gonna forget. That it will be win win win. Yes, which benefits everyone in the end because then Michael wins and maybe he'll stop. I love the win 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 because that's obviously for the person reading it. Not you don't need to tell the people that are having a conflict about that because you're just like like and then also yes. I'll win. <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't need to tell them that. That's for the person mediating to know, but they don't need to ever say it. Yeah, when Angela's like, "Can we just go to like the last one win win?" and he's like, "Um, that's the fifth one. The sixth one is win win win." Yeah. The first one is lose lose. The next one is win lose. The third one is compromise. The fourth one is win win and the fifth one is win win win. I loved when Michael had to use the win lose, and it wasn't pretty. Wasn't pretty. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. Which is just him. Like I just want to do that every time you like, like make someone do something that I want. Like, well, it was win lose. I had to. <laughs> I really had to use the win lose on that one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't pretty. Yeah. Um. I also like Dwight's mention of not only his spud gun. <laughs> But of Phyllis's clown makeup. Oh, oh that clown kind paint. of hurt. I know. Because yeah. I thought she looked kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, it was a little dated, the makeup. It was but... like watching the Marie Antoinette movie. <laughs> oh, my God. The one God. by Sofia Coppola. <laughs> oh, the one with, uh, what's her name? Who's Kirsten in it? Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, like, no. Weirdly, Kevin Shields is on the soundtrack. It <laughs> was a terrible movie. Is that what you got from Phyllis's makeup? Yep. Was that whole flashback of that movie? I just wanted to drag her into the town square and bed her. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Aristocracy. Aristocracy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh no. Oh boy. It is a little extreme. She looks like George Washington. Yeah. It's like when but Karen. But you shouldn't say it. Remember when? No, you don't say anything. Yeah. yeah. You sit next to Phyllis's stinky perfume for years you don't say anything i mean just be a stanley remember when karen and phyllis are on the sales call together and right. they go do the makeover that's kind of what it looked like maybe mm. she was seeing that client today oh and she didn't know about photos no, she was getting ready for the id photo she she thought it looked great no she was going to see that guy and then next year she'll go back there with karen oh maybe and then it's possible that's why she was so bad she was bad that's one theory a okay theory. no i think it's true a theory so, so i think it's been basically it's like gravity it's basically proven oh my god when things fall they fall and when uh you know phyllis looks like that she went to see that clown <laughs> it is like clown makeup though i'm i'm saying to i'm gonna just take dwight's side on this but i'm Are just you serious but my problem oh my is that god. he shouldn't have said it <laughs> I don't. Yeah, th- that's an inside thought. I, I don't think I. Actually, <laughs> oh yeah, I shouldn't have said it. I don't think that it looked that bad. Really? Like it. I mean, I do think it was overdone for her. But I mean, she was going for a look. It was obviously, yeah. you know, a little eighties. But yeah. and to show up on that teeny tiny little photo, you have to have your makeup. You got to accentuate yeah. like the cheeks and the yeah, eyes, especially if it's gonna be black and white. Like yeah. it's just gonna show up as. Um, Nice grayscale. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, like Sinsetti. Uh But these ID badges never come back. No, they don't. Just oh, yeah, you're right. I've never, I've never seen someone with an ID badge. No. So I guess when it is all said and done, Oscar is in the win-lose category because he never has to see himself with that baby poster pinned onto his shirt. Because it's so small. Exactly. And the ID badges never show up again. That's true. <laughs> he really got, got off. Do we ever see the poster it. again? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so the do. poster is of two babies pretending to play saxophones wearing jazz hats and sunglasses. Yeah. And nothing else. 
And diapers. 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 Oh, God. There are diapers. Yeah. <laughs> there are diapers. Speaking of diapers. Yeah. Um, whenever Dwight... <laughs> I have no idea what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whenever Dwight typed his name, it showed up as diaper. Oh, my God. That is another one of the diaper, finer things. Diaper, fart, shoot. Oh, no. Diaper, fart, poop. One of the, <laughs> That's his name. The One of the finer things is definitely... All of Jim's pranks on Dwight that you get to see for like a snapshot. Mm-hmm. There were the crayons replacing the um, pens and pencils with crayons. Mm-hmm. Um, having everyone call him Dwayne for the day, which would totally be worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only $5 each too. So it's like 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right? Putting a bloody glove in his drawer and <laughs> convincing that he's the murderer. Um, infant. I wrote infant. What is that? Oh, when... Uh, Jim said there was an infant in the bathroom yeah. and he oh, yeah. walked in and saw Meredith on the can, <laughs> on the can. and like the face that Michael had was just, Ugh. Gag. Ugh. Yeah, he says gag. <laughs> um, the nickels in the phone, which is really smart. That was pretty great. So the nickels in the phone and the murder glove, are there another one? The diapers and then getting closer and closer to the copier. Mm. Okay. Like two feet closer to the copier. Yeah. So the nickels in the phone and the the uh, murder one are funny. The other ones would not be funny enough to like be in the office though. Like moving oh, his desk a little bit. You mean each to time. make an, an episode about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like otherwise they would have blown like a whole bunch of ideas. But these are probably just ideas the writers had, and they're like, yeah, that, that's a prank, but it's not funny. Yeah. So we're not gonna put it in the show. And then they're like, all right, we'll put it in this list later. <laughs> Those are good pranks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're good to like experience but they're not good to watch like no, they're not yeah. as good as like having your desk in the bathroom or yes. yeah or, or wrapped like wrapping christmas right that's wrapping. a good one yeah the, the nickel one would be funny but it would also be like really poor comedic timing in a television <laughs> yeah, show to be like oh he's true. been doing this and then watch him go kapomp and then you're like huh i mean <laughs> and and like in terms of that they did have the pavlov's dogs kind of thing right where he like the Altoids. As, yeah, the Altoids. Mm. So, but he has to explain that one a long time, and it like it works out because he doesn't get it the last time. You know? Yeah. It's not the same thing. It's just like, kabam. <laughs> it's not. It's not slapstick. But I do like the pranks he does in this one, making the idea badge all bad. But my favorite one is when he just says that they should take their ID photo together yeah. <laughs> and then walk oh, in yeah. together every day to save yeah. time. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a funny suggestion. Oh my god! And then the. Like, my middle name is Kurt, not Bart. Oh, what did I write? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, looks at it like he actually cares. Yeah, and, and then, like, looks right away. at the camera. Yeah. And in the trivia <laughs> from the Dunderpedia, it says that he actually, the signature also says fart. Oh, my so, God. So Jim also, like, forged a signature, probably. Or Dwight just looked at it and then wrote it without thinking, which doesn't <laughs> oh make God. any sense at all. But, yeah. I feel like I'd realize if my middle name was fart. Yeah. Or if someone wrote it. I don't think I'd. But really, they got all three of his names now as as toilet humor. Diapers, fart, poop. <laughs> Diapers, fart. Oh, no. Is, which is what we should just refer to him from now on. <laughs> Diapers, fart, shoot. Mr. Poop. Mr. I poop. Mean, poop. <laughs> there goes Mr. Poop. There goes Mr. Poop. Who likes Dane Cook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is some other trivia as well. One was a scene where... We heard it where uh, Pam and Angela are talking. And in the background, you can hear Michael talking to Stanley. Mm. And I could not make out what he was saying, but I found it online. Oh. Michael says, Stanley, you got a lot of anger under there, buddy. Come on, start us off. Unleash it. Stanley says, you do not want that, Michael. (laughs) Oh, my God. Michael says, yes, I do. And Stanley says, are you serious? And Michael says, nope. And Stanley says, because I will. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. How did they they know that online? I don't know. That's really good. Savvy listeners. Savvier than us. (laughs) (laughs) They should make a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Whoever came up with that. (laughs) Yeah, they really should. Um, And when Angela holds up Pam Save the Day, it says that the address for the wedding is TBA. To be announced. Yeah. But we already know. I think they... They filmed this episode out of order because there was deleted episodes where Dwight's still a volunteer sheriff's deputy, which he's not anymore. Mm-hmm. But also they said that his it was going to be at the VA. Oh, that was yeah. the reception, though. Well, and I also think, why would you put save the date out when you don't know the location? 
Yeah. Because you just need to save the day. I really do think that it was filmed out of order, though, because the deleted scene, that clue. And then also, the reason that they would put it as the second to last episode of season two is because there's so much tension building with Jim. Yeah. Like, he is at the breaking point in this episode. Mm -hmm. There's so much hopelessness going on. And he's in his eyes. finding out about the job that he's going to take next episode. And yeah, talk to exactly. About. Exactly. He's going because like, you know, three fourths of the way through the episode, you're like, wow, there's so many moments where he just seems so hopeless. And one of those moments is when he's talking about Dwight, the all of the pranks he's played on Dwight. Mm -hmm. And it's because he spent the whole day. Just moving his desk, which is hilarious, but it's also so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at some point, you know, it's it's cool to say, oh, you got to find the the humor in the daily, you know, whatever, like grind. But at some point, it becomes, wow, this is just all I'm doing. I don't have any other goals. Well, yeah. And think about it. He doesn't do the pranks just for him. It's always him and Pam. I don't think he would yeah. do those pranks to just laugh by himself. Yeah, yeah. having the true. audience. So it's like yeah. a Pam thing. That's true, yeah. It sounded yeah. like all these things he was doing without Pam, too. Well, he was doing it without her, but I really like, check this out. You know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. it's yeah. like, if, if she weren't going to laugh at it, I don't think he would be like, ha, he hit himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's only fun because he gets to look at her and be like, ah, right. Yeah, and then there's that moved. moment where um, he's talking with Pam about how, um, you know, Pam thinks that Angela put in that complaint and he's like oh um why don't you talk to roy about it and jim is like or pam's like i don't want to um bother him with this kind of stuff and he's like your thoughts and feelings yeah and she's just like yeah he's like, yeah but mm -hmm. like so resigned like yeah yeah that's a weird moment though i feel like she should like be a little bit more mad that he said that even though she should feel mad at Roy. But yeah. I feel like that would be like a little defensive moment. Like, you know, the I'm happy with my choices type moment. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like so resigned. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. she's just like, yeah, I don't want to bother him with my thoughts and feelings. Yeah. How long could Jim have gone before she got mad? Like, like your thoughts and feelings? Like, yeah. Like he doesn't care about you at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you shouldn't even marry him, maybe. Yeah, right. He could have totally <laughs> yeah. said something yeah, to follow sure. up. He should have done Wait, that because... Hey, hold on. Don't be talking hey, about my perfect second. marriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait a second. I'm going to go back there because you said three questions that were not cool, but otherwise he's she just goes along with it. Yeah. I don't know. feel bad for her. Um, before I we feel do... bad for him. For Jim? Yeah. felt bad for both of them. Yeah, me too. Also for Michael. Stanley. Creed. Brian, Meredith, Kelly, <laughs> Angela, Angela. Oh my God, Stanley. Kevin. Well, is it Toby. because I mean this is a perfect example of why I like The Office so much? Is what I was talking about with Jim. You know, it's like you find the humor in every in like the day to day, but then there it comes to a point where you're like, all right, I gotta make a change here because you know this is getting too comfortable. I'm feeling too sorry for myself. And maybe mm. the reason that we like The Office so much is because we see ourselves in all these characters and we feel bad for them. <laughs> well, in this episode, because they have the conflict resolution and the the file, that ends up bringing up a lot of stuff for everybody. Yeah. And it also like you have this idea that everything's being fixed when you're talking to Toby about it. Mm. But Toby is literally just putting it in a file. Yeah. And so... When they realize that, oh, wait, Toby's not doing anything, even though they probably knew that before. But when it's in their face, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I do have a lot of issues that haven't been dealt with. And the whole episode kicks off because they're taking those photos. Otherwise, Toby and uh, Oscar would have just been in that room. Yeah, in the break room. In the break room. And they wouldn't have, Michael wouldn't have heard it. And he wouldn't have remembered about his sensitivity or what, <laughs> you know, conflict resolution training. And oh, none of this would have happened. I see. I didn't even realize that. Wow. So, That's like, even though the photos writing. are kind of unrelated, they're actually the like, kickoff for the entire episode. And then they try to be the conclusion for the whole episode, but uh, everyone's so mad then. I, yeah. I enjoy the scenes where, like, Michael's walking through the office and he just sees everyone just, like, glaring at each other and, like, seeing, like, all the dirty looks. And he's like, 
okay. Yeah. This is not how I thought it would be. Yeah, let's talk about that, because that's our section. We got to make sure YouTube comes down to film this. That was one of the best ones. Yeah. Is, like, the camera's following him, like you said, and it's also, like, turning yeah. and looking at everyone, glaring. glaring. But not necessarily at him. Like, it's weird. It's, like, a lot of times Michael tries to, like... Dr- you know, make conflict, but everyone just gets mad at Michael. This is one case where no one actually seems that mad at Michael. They are all mad at the people that are talking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why honesty is not always the best policy. <laughs> oh, he dredged it all up and like still no one's really mad at him. He could have just like left well enough alone. But you wouldn't be like, if someone said something bad about you and then someone else told you. Yeah. I don't know. I guess in a way they're all not shooting the messenger. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is weird. But, uh, but also you would be more mad at the person that said it. Yeah. Um, but there was some other uh, documentary type moments. Did either of you mm. get anything for that one? Well, there's one moment. Of course, Jim is always in this category because he's always doing his looks towards the camera. But there's one moment where he mouthed, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Yes. As Michael was saying it. And that was a good moment because I don't think we've seen that before. Him like kind of like anticipating his, that's what she said. Yeah. It was kind of like the, he says, uh, I'm the king of the world, or I give you my next paycheck. Yeah. It's when Angela says, you already did me. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. And <laughs> and Toby uh, looks at, right at the camera when Dwight finds out about the secret file not being in New York. And, Oops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Toby's look when Dwight finds out. Yeah. Um. Another time was like when... Like we mentioned, um, I had to use win lose on that. Not pretty. When he said not pretty, he looks right at the camera, and <laughs> Toby's just pretty. like, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really funny. I love that he's just learned about conflicts or something. Yeah. And so the first time someone doesn't do exactly what he wants, he's like, Now you and I have a conflict. <laughs> <laughs> literally fights with him to get the file yeah yeah just grabs it yeah out of his hands physically there's a few moments where there's like what you were talking about that you found on the internet um about different you know simultaneous conversations going on and you can kind of hear background snippets but one of them that i noticed was when stanley and michael are talking but it's really capturing pam and angela's conversation where Pam is confronting Angela, which is kind of out of character for Pam. Mm-hmm. And she even, they're even like in one of the cutaways says, what the hell? Yeah. And there's a, a couple cutaways or interviews afterwards that are really interesting, like, or just like kind of funny, like Dwight saying the chimp begging for his life. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. There's one other moment I noticed in this, gotta make sure YouTube comes down to film this, which was... Where Michael and Toby have this moment of solidarity. And I don't remember specifically where it happened in the episode. But it was like Michael was realizing all of the stuff that people are so mad at each other for. And kind of looks over at Toby like, oh, I guess you do kind of have a hard job. Yeah. It was when he was about to take his ID photo. Do you remember that? Yeah. And in the photo they snapped, he's like looking over at Toby. (laughs) And Toby's like. Yeah. And he does learn a lesson then, because then he basically does that to Dwight later, where he's like, just kick it down the road, Dwight will cool off. Yeah. So he basically realizes the same thing that Toby's been doing all along. It's kind of like those early episodes where he eventually learns the lesson he's supposed to learn, but through the worst way. Like, like, the longest road to get there. Instead of just like knowing it, he has to like learn it the hard way. Yeah, but he doesn't admit sense. that he learned it. That's what I really like. He doesn't like say a thing at the end. That's like, you know what? Sometimes conflicts will. Sometimes people get mad, and it's actually not important that the person they're mad at know about it completely. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wonder if that is a good way to manage. Mm-hmm. Somehow I manage. Somehow he manages. Qu- question: What is the best way to manage? Is it to make sure that confrontation is is addressed, or is it to kind of? Pick your battles. Mm, I guess the second one. Yeah. <laughs> Based on everything we just said. Yeah. I feel like it would depend on your staff too. Like if they're going to be like crazy petty and not do super well with knowing that conflict is there. 
like some of these people. <laughs> it's funny is that he shouldn't have addressed a lot of the small ones mm-hmm. that he does. Mm-hmm. But like the one between Dwight and Jim like actually is a huge yeah. problem where someone might quit. And that's the one he doesn't address because he yeah. learned his lesson yeah. right at that moment. But <laughs> That's oh, kind God. of interesting. But like that's, yeah. that's actually the one he should resolve. Like you just move their desks apart. It wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's Why true. do they have to sit right next to each other if one of them is going to quit if the other one doesn't quit? But like the poster one probably would have solved itself if you just kind of let it be. Like, yeah, or okay. paint it over it. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Put Ryan, up a drywall. And Ryan saying that Creed smells like, um, was it old people death? Yeah. Old, man. O- old man smell. Old man, distinctive old, old man, man smell. Distinctive old man smell. Yeah. That probably. <laughs> It's the mung beans. It's the mung. They're really nutritious. I know exactly what he's talking about. I'll sprout <laughs> mung beans in my <laughs> on a damp paper on towel. On a damp paper towel. And it's yeah. I guess that's one it would kind of help for him to know because he could do something about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Not no. <laughs> Don't know if Creed actually tells him that either. Yeah. No, no. He just tells the no. camera. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> documentary style. Well, we're totally talking about characters. So let's do. Do you think the world's crawling with Phyllis's? Uh, do you think Stanley's growing trees? Do you? No. I don't either, actually. Yeah. Creed has a lot of experience with mug shots, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, It's one of my favorites, too. And I love his, like, uh, his thing about complaining. So, most of the episode is about people complaining about other people. But there's a couple things that aren't, like, like Creed complaining about the bathroom being whites only. <laughs> Who is that complaint directed at? Yeah. <laughs> like, He's just complaining oh. to HR about it. But also, it's funny because he's like assuming it's only white people because of the icon that's on the bathroom. But also, he's complaining about it because he doesn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like we don't figure Creed out He's either, got a lot going he's, on. He's got so many things that goes on. Especially in this episode, there's so many like you only get a little snippet of his personality, but you're like, who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I need to know more. Yeah. Totally. And you never do. What is going on? And I love Meredith's uh, people talk too loud in the morning and lights are too bright. She's just hungover. Yeah. She's yeah. hungover. Yeah. This is the first time we find out about Kevin's band? Is it? Yeah. I mean, I think so. Unless. Scrantonicity? Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Had they watched the previews of the. The wedding bands before now? Clearly not, right? I don't. But when does that happen then? So no, they must have. I feel like they had to have. Oh, it must be next episode. Yes, it must be next episode. Yeah, because they definitely because it's before Jim leaves, but it's obviously before he comes back. Yeah, definitely. I was like, wait, I feel like they are. They knew that he was. Yeah. So when they watch the episodes and then they find out about Scrantonicity and like a Kiss cover band and stuff. Yeah. They get that VHS tape yeah that'd be and that's i guess uh we'll talk about it next week but apparently he comes around on the wedding planning oh jim yeah yeah jim well because now he has an um opportunity you know after meeting with jan one shot oh yeah he's got he's got one shot yeah mom spaghetti mom spaghetti oh my god um yeah but he says that he's in a band and it really rocks which yeah. It's a police cover band. They just do the police. So. Yeah. Also, you don't want your band to rock too hard if it's at a wedding. Yeah. People need to have conversations True. and like And like the police that's a good band to cover, I guess, at a wedding. Yeah. Do you think they just picked it because of Scranton the Scrantonicity thing? Oh, do you know why that's the thing? The cover band? Yeah. Do you know why no. that's the name? Because like the police's big album is called Synchronicity. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Oh, no. That makes sense. Wow, Nathan. You just know so much about music in general. I know. I was thinking if I could replace all of the band members that I know, their names, that I would have a lot of memory for other things. <laughs> like people's, <laughs> people's names. <laughs> Faces of people I've met. And, oh, my God. Like things for my professional life and stuff. <laughs> it's like I know, I know a whole bunch of things about like individual albums. For albums I've not even listened to. I just like know things about the albums. I just oh, know no. so much crap. Oh my god. Stupid. Or like named I like, named all the Arctic Monkeys albums and I've never heard an Arctic Monkeys album. I've only heard individual songs. Oh so my dumb. god. <laughs> that might be a skill for someone somewhere. Skills in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> skill. Quote unquote. Anyway, so I've never heard that police album, but I know it. I know it. Oh my god. Synchronicity. All right. Put it on the to-do list. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, well, so Dwight says he never smiles with that chimp quote you were talking about. Yeah. Chimpanzee. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, he is smiling. I mean, I feel like he smiles a lot because he really likes his cheekbones, doesn't he? Doesn't I like yeah, him? Yeah, he likes but... his high cheekbones. Okay. Hmm. People trust him because of his high cheekbones. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And he just looks, but he doesn't look them in the eye. He looks right. Yeah. Above, above their head. It's an, an old salesman trick. <laughs> <laughs> he tells them to look right above his cheekbones at his eyes. <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes. Look at my cheekbones. And uh, yeah, his spud gun shoots 60 pounds per square inch, which is. That's a lot. Is it? Okay, good. Uh, yeah, that's an aggressive spud gun. <laughs> that is so aggressive. That's a bit much. <laughs> so he's he's like so concerned about security that he's just like bringing in weapons and yeah. then like sitting there all day. Like, is no one gonna catch me for this? What if I was deranged? Yeah. What if you were deranged? Can you imagine if I was deranged? <laughs> Saying it with like a psycho look on his face. You've all been laughing for these past so many years. About my um, pepper spray. Now yeah. who's laughing? Oh my god! As he's crying. <laughs> yeah, the audience. <laughs> yeah. So his security. We talked about that, right? It's humongous. It says he's a security threat, and his middle name is Fart. We talked mainly about the middle name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a huge laminating sheet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole sheet. Yeah. But his security threat thing that's kind of funny that's pretty great and also on his badge it says that he's assistant to the regional manager even though he's assistant regional manager oh, does it really at this yeah. point jim uh, demoted him oh oh no <laughs> um toby's toby's actually not a bad hr rep i think he is a good listener he knows when to pick his battles and when not to and he has a big part in this episode you, really big. Gonna, yeah, we yeah. gotta see a lot of Toby. Do you think it is wise for him to just like? Obviously, it's not escalating it for him to listen to everyone. Yeah. But does he really need to report all of these things? A or lot of like the, write it down. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the people were like, "I thought I was just talking to you," and he just like apparently writes it down and puts it in a, a file, file folder. Yeah. Like what? It's weird. What? That and, is kind of weird. They should Why? make it like a formal complaint or something yeah. like Dwight does every Friday at four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> standing but, appointment <laughs> but it's like uh you know toby is just keeping everything it's it's a little bit strange to make everything so formal hmm. uh but then to also question why are so many people redacting things that they didn't like they're just talking but they still know to like go back and redact them where he just takes their name off of it but he still keeps the file it's, yeah it it's is a little bit strange weird. yeah Let's keep the complaint, but we'll just take a name off of it. And it's not like he's like typing it into a spreadsheet or anything. It's like just a piece of paper that he puts in a manila folder. Yeah. <laughs> like he is just like in diary case. entries yeah. that he just tore and put it in there. I guess yeah. he's just keeping them so he can prove he like does his job <laughs> or something. Which is listening. But there's not really any conflict resolution, obviously. No. And then, like, Angela started dating Dwight, apparently, and then went to Toby and was like, hey, could you take my name off of every complaint I've had about him? Yeah. Yeah, which is so obvious. Yeah. She's freaking out. Why would she even do that? That would show, Yeah, like, a huge, like, that would be a big hint that she's dating Dwight, as opposed to just not saying it and kind of keeping everything normal. Oh, she was so close to being exposed. And if Pam hadn't have been like... Uh, let's change the subject. Yeah. What about I know. me? And and Pam threw herself under the bus and then right after that, you know, has to give her the um the wedding invitation even though she was called a hussy. She gave her it right before that. She wanted to take it away now. Oh yeah. But she, it's yeah. I mean, why like Michael is doing a bad job. Because if something's redacted and then someone's like, well, what did it say? You shouldn't read it. Yeah. Now no. there's no conflict to resolve with anybody, yeah. but he's just going to like, maybe this will hurt your self-esteem. Oh, yeah. And then like. This will crush you. And also they said there's only <laughs> one complaint crush. about Pam. Really? Just one. Angela just didn't complain one. about Pam Pong? Okay. Yeah. Pam Pong. There's no That's way. not, yeah. 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 It's not One realistic. complaint and it comes from Jim. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And he was just like talking about the wedding, but then he was like, oh, by the way, redact that. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. I hate this episode. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many flaws. Like, like, excuse me. 
Elkham and, and uh, oh, excuse me, <laughs> Greg Daniels, <laughs> in episode, season two, episode 21. Back in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> I have a small uh, issue with the continuity. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I will say that the cage fighting, there, there's some really good um, writing in this episode because the cage fighting question that Michael brings up about if there's a conflict, put them in a cage because, you know, yeah. the only way that you're going to solve the problem is if someone kills the other person. Oh, I my guess. God. Or utterly defeats them. But <laughs> then he says, what are you going to do? Open the cage? And right when he says that, Jim is walking in to meet with um, Jan. So it's like Jim is coming out of his cage as a little bird and he's going to fly away. A beautiful little bird. To Stanford. Stanford. Where the trees are so pretty. Yeah. And where Josh is the manager. That's good. Good note for the editing there. But apparently it's a promotion. Yeah. Bigger. The only reason Dwight can't take it is because he has a girlfriend. Yeah. And Mm. also bigger. what does he say? Larger market, more Larger, volume, more volume. Yeah, volume is <laughs> the so so much volume, so much volume. It's about the girth, not the volume. <laughs> it's how you use the volume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah. So the cage match, and then I love that Michael does the like uh, his bad analogy thing. Like I was thinking about the part where he was talking about the uh, going hunting. Having to like, like kill the deer with a shovel. Mm-hmm. Oh no! It's kind of saying when he was like talking about the shiatsu massage, and then he's like, "Sounds terrible," <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. like he's like, you think he's making a point about purging or something, or like how it's going to be painful, but it'll be better on the other end. But he just doesn't. Just talking unrelated. Apparently. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Sometimes I just start a sentence and I have no idea where it's going to end up. Yeah. <laughs> But he gets his haircut at Adult Cut Plus. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. That's a terrible name. Adult Cut no, Plus. No, <laughs> no kids. I was at this bagel shop the other day and I saw this um, in action. I saw this Great Clips interview going on. <laughs> and like the manager was just like, yeah, so um, the uniform is black pants and gray shirt. So, And then the other girl was like, well can I wear plaid? And then the other girl's like, I don't really know. And that's all I heard. What? <laughs> that was really funny. Oh, no. We like, check with corporate. Yeah. Oh, my I was God. like, oh, no. Oh, no. You can't wear plaid. <laughs> that was great clips. Yeah, great clips. Yeah. Or sport. No, maybe sports clips. Ooh. Is that better? Mm. You have to watch sports. <laughs> I think sports clips, you have to wear, like, the referee uniform. Oh, uh, then it must have been great. I think it was probably great clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, my favorite is Cost Cutters. Cost Cutters? That's what? my favorite name of a place I oh, go Oh, that sounds like a grocery store that I used to go to, Price Chopper. What? Oh. What about Head Turners? Head <laughs> Turners. <laughs> One of the best in Fort oh. Collins. Oh, no. Head Turners. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I, uh, I went to one of those discount haircutting places. And uh, and they like the person wouldn't shut the hell up while they're cutting my hair. <laughs> and they were like, "What did you do for work?" And I'm like, "I work at whatever place." And they're like, "What did you do before that?" And I was like, "This." And I'm like, uh, "I'm like, oh, um, what about you?" And they're like, "Well, I work here," <laughs> or whatever. But then it was like, it was like, it was like, well, I don't remember how it came up. I don't think I like, would have asked something that stupid. But then they were like, "Oh yeah, I used to work at a subway like two weeks ago." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, oh no, it's gonna be the worst haircut ever," and it was. <laughs> Confirmed. It was, it was shaped just like a sub. <laughs> With uh, bologna and ketchup and tomato. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't eat bologna. I was like, maybe you shouldn't tell people how recently you worked at Sandwich Shop oh, no. when you're cutting their hair. I do that all the time when I'm working at my current job. I'm like, yeah, I, I used to work at a deli, so. Yeah, so I know so I'm all about uh... <laughs> meat cutting. I'm qualified. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> she does circumcisions now. <laughs> Adult circumcision. <laughs> Adult circumcision plus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
This is taking a horrible turn. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Nathan edits it so we look like angels. Oh, thank God. (laughs) So Michael says he's a master in Photoshop. But he's not. No, it looks so bad. But the funny thing is that like most of it, he's like taking people from the different photos and making them all in the same photo, right? So they're smiling. But one thing I noticed this time is I'm like, but Pam was in a really bad mood the entire time, and hers was clearly just stretched to make her a smile. (laughs) It's like she wasn't smiling in any of the photos. And and Oscar's is like a goofy, like funny face. Like he's really has his tongue sticking out or something. Where'd you get that pic? Oh my god. That's fun. Because, like, was Facebook a thing? Like, where did he get those pictures? 2006. Wait, I thought he just took a bunch from the thing. So it was, like, a different photo? It looked like different photos because there was one that was, like, more bluish in color. So it was, like, it was obviously just, like, a different picture. Wow. I think I saw Stanley's face and it was the lighting was totally different. Yeah, it was like exactly. really bright Stanley face <laughs> and then like work gloves. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then Michael's look, like, of course, he picked the one that he looked the best in. Uh-huh. And it was just like this blue seal look, like, yeah. Kind of Everyone does that. You take like a group photo and they just like take the one they look the best in. They're yeah, like, exactly. Everyone looks great in this one. They're like, oh, I look terrible. And they're like, mm. that's, I mean, everyone yeah. just looks how they look. <laughs> so You're good. I look great and everyone else looks how they look. <laughs> Average. <laughs> you look how you do every day. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You're always <laughs> like blinking. I think <laughs> you and always this look. This is the high. one I'm gonna post on social media, yeah, yeah. and I'm definitely gonna tag you. So, yep, here you go. But I look good, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Me and my ugly friends. <laughs> oh my! God. Look how hot I look compared to them. <laughs> That's Michael for you. Yep. Oh, also me. We paid a lot of money for that photo. So $160. Yeah, it's worth it for him to do that. And the deleted scene, Pam's trying to get that guy to be her wedding photographer. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That was ID hella awkward. Was sad. What if oh. she goes to the DMV and said that? Like, now you can't even smile in Colorado. You have to have yeah. just. I just no like teeth. tuck your chin back too. So you have a double chin <laughs> at all times. Yeah. Double or triple only. Yeah, double or triple. <laughs> That's what they yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, ooh. Just scooch quadruple. Back. Take it back. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, too much. <laughs> we don't want the cop to be able to not recognize you. You're looking up at him. A pinta chin. Yeah. I do think that scene, when they cut it, even though it's kind of over the top, I like that, like, Pam scene because then they're like, do you really want your wedding photos to be like this? And she's just like, yeah. I've just given up. Yeah. Kind of shows how she much she really doesn't ha- just care. Yeah, yeah. She, it's just so hopeless. Like, yeah. Jim and Pam, who you look to as the two sane ones mm-hmm. in this episode, are just so hopeless. Yeah. It's really painful if you think about it. But if you don't think about it, I feel like you find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weird part about The Office is that it's hilarious, but then you think about it and you're like, this is actually so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Why That's do I true. like this so much? <laughs> Why am I thinking about this? Yeah. Well, there's another deleted scene where Michael's talking about how like not every day can be super interesting, but the um, stay ends up being very interesting. Yeah. Because he says the only thing that's really happening is they're taking those photos. Sorry, like documentary crew. It's going to yeah. be a bad day. But then that starts the chain of events that end up with Jim leaving. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. I and, know. And uh, Pam being mad and a lot of people being mad at each other. Yeah. And Pam isn't usually that mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And it's just interesting how it was kind of um, set off. Like, she wasn't even that mad at Jim, I feel like, when she found out that he was the one that um, complained. But it was also because they were in the middle of taking a picture. Like, that's kind of a weird time for Jim to be like, oh, by the way, it wasn't Angela. Well, because she was about to confront Angela. Oh, that's right. So that's why. Also, a weird time to confront someone is when you're about to. But she already confronted her about it. Yeah, I don't know. she was about to like uninvite her to the wedding, oh, and Jim was already yeah. not going because he's going to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, right. But she never did. No, and he will never. Yeah. If I was a betting man, I mean, he <laughs> eats the same turkey, ham, and cheese. What is it? Ham and cheese. Yeah, I think tuna it's... fish. I don't know. Ham, ham, ham and cheese, ham and sandwich. cheese sandwich. He's not going. He'll have a fun weekend in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, or that whole town smells like cheese sticks. That sounds cool. That town is full of history. <laughs> yeah. Someone took the slow train from Philly. Uh, so here's the definition of a hussy. It's a lewd or brazen woman. What does lewd mean? And what Scandalous. Is brazen? 
<laughs> or a saucy or mischievous girl. Ooh. So I'm going to look up lewd, brazen, saucy, as a mischievous. Oh, my God. <laughs> Both of the definitions are one of two things. <laughs> so it's like, this is basically a thesaurus at this point. <laughs> what yeah. is, I just want to know. Lewd means evil or wicked. Ooh. Or it can also mean sexually unchaste or licentious. That's probably what it means. Obscene or vulgar. Scandal. That's what I was thinking hussy. for lewd. A hussy. And what's brazen? I think that means like more like bold, right? Yeah, bold. like out there. Oh, it means made of brass. Uh, well, <laughs> so brass balls maybe. Brass. Uh, sounding harsh like a loud or struck brass or the color of polished brass. <laughs> oh, here we go. Marked by shameless or disrespectful boldness. Oh. Uh, okay, so hussy. Old Pammy is getting what she wants. Hussy. <laughs> it's her but don't wedding. Don't call me Pammy. So. <laughs> It's her wedding. Uh, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, that hussy. Hussy's a nice. Way actually, to hussy say. sounds pretty like not that bad of a word. Yeah, I thought actually, it was, like, would whore. love to be called the hussy. Yeah, I mean, she calls her the Thank office you. mattress later. So, yeah, oh like, my this is, like, god, pretty mild. <laughs> it's the nicest thing Angela said <laughs> about hussy. anyone. About anyone. Oh, the bar. Not really her taste though. The save the dates. Oh unfortunately. yeah, mm. man. Why? Hand delivered, but it's not really her taste. Mm. She really so, cares that she got it. Yeah, she does. I think Angela shows her uh, secret wanting to be fit in, mm-hmm. even though yeah. she's okay mostly not fitting in. She would feel bad if she's the only person that didn't get invited. Yeah. Mm. Um. So let's do the Dundies. <laughs> or wait, let's do second drink. Oh, second drink. Second drink second is drink. a segment. For those of you that don't know, it's a new segment where we talk about what we're drinking tonight. What are we drinking tonight? Um, well, Logan and I are drinking gin and Soleil, which is an off-brand of LaCroix found at Safeway. Yep. Yes. Safeway. Seltzer water. It's pretty good. Blackberry vanilla. It's all right. It's all right. Tastes like an un- unsweetened It's got gin in it. So. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's mediocre. Wonderful. I'm drinking the Hemperer HPA from New Belgium. Oh. I love the Hemperer. Yeah. But when you burp, it smells like s- straight dank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. So it's a, a, basically an IPA, but made with hemp and hops. And it's so very unique. How tasting. high does it get you? How high? Yeah. 10 feet. <laughs> On the roof. Barely. <laughs> oh my god! Only gets me about five seven. <laughs> yeah, depends on who's there. Um. So for okay. Dundies, who are we gonna give this Dundee to? Who did a good job in this episode? Let's find out. <gasps> All right, Logan, you go first. I don't know. I feel like I'm really actually impressed with uh, Michael. Kind of surprisingly, interesting. so interesting. I'm. S- I'm surprised at myself saying that, <laughs> even though he learned the lessons at a terrible time <laughs> and did pretty much everything almost horribly wrong. Uh, I still got to give him a Dundee for just sticking it out and not just being like, oops, mm. just going to like leave this alone. He kind of tried to finish it out. it out. Yeah, yeah. He, he kept he going. Through. He followed through. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it kind of turned out all right. Yeah. Yeah. It ended up okay. Okay. Mm. Michael for sticking it out. What about mm. you, Addy? I think I'm going to give it to Toby because I think that he Me too. actually was <laughs> a pretty good HR rep. It's kind of like a like a retroactive Toby for like everything good he's been doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like especially the file to corporate yeah. from Dwight. Like and then even just having the standing appointment at 4 p.m. on Friday. Like if that's what Dwight needs, mm-hmm. Toby's there for him. Even at four o'clock on Friday when people are ready to go home for the weekend. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to him for being better HR rep than I've ever had. Although he did have a big <laughs> problem, which is that when they found out that they were taking the photos of the break room, she's been like, Oscar, let's do this tomorrow. Yeah, true. But then there'd be no episode. How sad would we be? We we wouldn't even know. <laughs> we wouldn't even know about this episode happening. Yeah. We wouldn't know what we'd be, be missing. Like, yeah. like, oh man, that all happened, but they didn't film it. Yeah, so really <laughs> a Dundee for Toby for actually make this episode happen. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So you're going to give your Dundee to Toby also? Yeah, same. I'll okay. just give him one of those again. Okay. <laughs> a double Dundee. I think, 
Everyone else did a terrible job. <laughs> oh my god, I feel so out of the loop, but I'm sticking with my decision. I, I thought I Michael. That. I don't think Michael was the villain. No, no, Mm-mm. not at oh, all. Oh yeah, who's the villain? Jim, Jim. lies a lot. <laughs> Jim. I think Jim, Jim maybe. Jim. Yeah, Jim, 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 Jimothy. Is it okay if I call you Jimothy? Yeah, I don't. You're not Jim. Get out of here, Jim. Jim, and also Aunt, uh, Pam. Not great. Like, even though she's being defensive, she's just like, she spends the whole episode being angry. I think Jim and Pam this episode, like I said, are just hopeless. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, because Pam says, like, she finally gives Angela a save the date because she didn't get one earlier and she feels bad. But it's like she like guilted, you know, it's not real pure like thing. But then also it's like with the expectation that that they've never complained about her. Yeah, you know, so it's exactly. So it's kind of like uh, I don't know. Pam, Pam is uh, wallowing in her own. She seems self-centered, and she doesn't even understand when Jim says, "Oh, like Roy doesn't even want to hear about your thoughts and feelings." And like, I just think that Jim and Pam in this episode are just not communicating well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tension already built, and. Jim kind of goes behind her back and tries to get a job somewhere else, even. So that's kind of messed up. It's actually kind of similar to uh, before where they were pranking Dwight into that, like applying for that job for Dwight. And yeah, and Jim exactly. was like, well, I would take that job because it pays better and it's, you know, in Maine or whatever. Yeah. Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Northeast M. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Northeast. But so he does go for it. And I don't know, it just really puts into perspective his whole pranking thing, I think, with like with the Pam angle. And I guess we'll see him prank Andy later without <laughs> Pam being there, but but it's like it's not really to the same extent. Most of these pranks, I feel like the ones are like he's doing them to impress Pam. Yeah. He's realizing how hopeless that is. And yeah. then Pam is misdirecting all of her anger, probably at Roy and this whole situation, and definitely at I mean, I would think at Jim, too, for not wanting to be at that, not coming to the wedding and stuff like that, and just funneling it all toward Angela, um, which she does deserve, but not as much. Like, Pam's acting like Angela's her only problem right now, and that's not exactly true. It's not true, because imagine yourself in the situation of, like, you have a BFF at work, but you're about to marry your high school sweetheart who you've been engaged to for, what, six years it was and like three years at this point. Three years yeah. and like, but dating for longer. Yeah, but like, your best friend doesn't want to come to your wedding, mm-hmm. and then you think that everyone at work like hates you. You probably don't have enough money for the wedding, and like, you have no goals, and your fiance doesn't even listen to your thoughts and feelings, and you've just accepted that as reality. Like, that is so yeah. hopeless. It's really sad. It's so sad, and little does she know, her BFF's about to try to get a job somewhere else, and she's not even going to have anyone to talk to at work. Yeah, you know, this is after Michael's birthday, and that was on March 15th, and their wedding is for June. And so they she's got to get some stuff together. They, they don't even venue. have a venue. Yeah. yeah, it's like three months away. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I saw a meme online where it's like it had a picture of Jim and it was like um, I watched The Office and I realized like Jim was the bad guy because he goes after like an engaged woman and constantly pranks his coworker. And I feel like that's an oversimplification because mm-hmm. he kind of does it like, you know, it's it's really interesting. because that's an oversimplification because it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's it's not just black and white with Jim and Pam it's like or even Jim and Dwight yeah exactly mm-hmm. like you you see yourself in each character and like each character is a um facet of like who we are and so you can't blame someone you can't say oh this person's a villain because right. they're <laughs> like, really ruining the segment <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> no but you're right uh, but as we've like noticed is that like Dwight really doesn't do that many unprovoked bad things. Yeah. He did like quite a few in the first season, but he really kind of stopped doing and them. And Jim most of the things he says the are like one. in reaction. Yeah. yeah and Jim yeah. is the one who's like provoking him. Yeah. 
On purpose. Yeah, on purpose. He was just like a socially awkward guy. <laughs> he was just like trying to have, he was trying to do his best. Yeah. Honestly. It's not like he's like relatable. healthcare again, like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And he's like trying to just like volunteer in his, his days off too. And like, just like, and like do sustainable farming. Like what the? <laughs> he's but, actually a cool the guy. Beats, though. <laughs> the, the beats. The beats. Well, anyway, it's let's. Always beats. What do we think about this rating? Um. Well, so we do a scale of one to seven. Um. And seven. What is seven? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Let's say at the same time and see if they're the same. <laughs> Okay. All three of us or just you two? All three of us. All right. So we'll say three, two, one, and then we'll say the rating name. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Beach Day. Day. Whoa! Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Yes. Beach Day, baby. Uh, yes. Okay. That's, uh, that's final. Oh, too loud. <laughs> oh, that's red. That's in the red. Too excited. Beach day. Beach, beach day. day, baby. That's for sure beach day. Okay. I would say it's a solid beach day. I hope yeah. everyone at home was thinking beach day as well. Yeah, me too. Because then we don't have to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a great episode. It's and fun. it's like well written. We got some good characterization going. And we know what's going to happen next week. Oh, oh my God. This is this is uh, Casino Night Eve. It is Casino, Casino Night, Night Eve. Eve. Oh. I like to open oh, up one no. present on Casino Night Eve. <laughs> oh my Which god! Is usually, probably just socks or a CD, but you're so stoked about it because it's something you can use. And you know who we get to see <laughs> a next practical week? present? <laughs> Carol. Carol, yeah, I love Christmas Carol. Carol. Two queens <laughs> on Casino Night. Gonna drop a deuce on everybody. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. But TBA. you're right. This one's a great wind up to that. It like it sets up a lot of conflict. Yeah, mm. and I and I do think it's true that it was filmed out of out of what, what were order. You out of order. Out of order. But yeah, it it makes sense in this order. So I'm mm. glad that. Yeah, it's like maybe they filmed it before they were written the episode before. Just I don't feel like this episode wasn't supposed to be right before Casino Night, but maybe there were some details they got kind of jumbled yeah. up because of the episode orders yeah I think it's good timing with like jim going after maybe the second job and then yeah doing the thing that he does next episode i Which, would love to see dun, dun, dun. I, uh, what i thought about this like watching it in order like oh my god jim's going to interview for that job with jan well it's so interesting because if you're watching it on netflix it's such a different experience because you're like oh he's going to interview for a job next episode Mm-hmm. You know, instead uh-huh. of like, right through. I'm going to think about this for a whole week. And yeah. then I'm like, wow, what's going to happen with Jim? Blah, 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 you know. And for me, I didn't even watch it in order to begin with. So what? I don't remember the days before Netflix, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, 2006. I don't. Oh, man. I blocked it out. Yeah, I really blocked it out. <laughs> that was 12 years ago, man. <laughs> I was 12 years old then. <laughs> no, you were not. Round then. <laughs> Round then. Oh my god. I was in sixth grade. <laughs> now I have a million kids. Oh so boy. I have a million friends. You never say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a hundred. Just kidding. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, is that everything? Oh. Uh, well, I have one question. What? Um. What is Jim's social life that he sets up? Because in the beginning of the episode, he says. I don't care if Pam is doing her wedding stuff because I have to, you know, set up my social life and stuff. I guess it's his card games that he does with his unknown friends. His buddies that we never see. Yeah. Well, he said that, like, he has to, I don't, It's I'm bound to hear some wedding preparation. And then we both have to listen to Dwight order deer urine on the internet. But how do you listen to someone order something on the internet? <laughs> oh, no. Like if I'm ordering something on Amazon, you you guys would never know because no, I would do it silently. He's ordering from the Duluth Trading Company. Oh, oh he totally would. This episode is brought to you by Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> I your, love your backpack. <laughs> so. Get your thick shirts here. Oh my thick, god! Thick f-ing t-shirts for when you're cold, but also want to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> Does that exist for real? <laughs> the Duluth Trading Company. Is just, yeah. yeah, Duluth Trading Company is the best. No. <laughs> well. 
Thanks again to Logan for coming and being our guest star. Yeah. Any final thoughts about The Office? Oh, my goodness. This got way deeper than I thought it would get. That's what she said. Oh, that was terrible. (laughs) Thank you for that. And thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Star Wars shirt right now, but I've never seen the movie. What? I've seen the first one. You are wearing a Star Wars shirt. It's so faded. <laughs> well, she's not lying. <laughs> Is it vintage or just pseudo vintage? No, it's stolen from um, my partner. Well, is it vintage though? I don't know where he got it. Okay, I got it from his drawer. Oh, okay, Doesn't cool. Answer the question. That boyfriend look, mm. where the gap was like pushing that for a while. The boyfriend jeans, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, these don't fit. They're <laughs> cool. too big. <laughs> Boyfriends. Everything's too Boyfriend. big. My boyfriend's too small. Look how small these jeans are. <laughs> oh my I God. can't barely button them. In fact, I didn't. The belt's holding it all together. <laughs>